With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. You're listening to Affected by Altitude, a Purple Road podcast for and by Rockies fans. Hello, Rockies fans, and welcome back to another episode of the Pebble Report podcast. I'm Eric Garcia McKinley, and I'm joined by with uh, Sam Bradfield. How are you doing, Sam? I'm doing well, Eric. How are you? I'm doing great. Um, so the we're here in the off season, and the minor league baseball that's been taking place over the past uh, month or so, or about six weeks, has been the Arizona Fall League. And Sam has uh, kept up and paid attention with the AFL and the Rockies prospects playing for the Salt River Rafters and has given us weekly updates on the site. So here, um, so the the season just ended this past uh, Saturday. And so we're going to talk a little bit about the AFL um, and, uh, you know, how uh, how those Rockies prospects did. Um, So just a just a quick recap, Sam, who are the who are the uh, Rockies um, prospects uh, who played in the AFL this year? So the Rockies had eight prospects this year. They had Colton Welker, Ryan Castellani, Brett Boswell, Roberto Ramos, Ashton Goudeau, Alexander Guillen, Antonio Santos, and Brian Servin. And Roberto Ramos was actually removed from the roster a couple weeks ago to go play for Vinny Castilla um, in the Mexican League. And actually, I found out this morning when I was writing my recap here on Monday that Ryan Castellani actually uh, did not finish on the roster, which I thought was interesting, um, but not completely Mm -hmm. surprising given his kind of history and supposed assignment. So, uh, yeah, so they had... They finished with six prospects. <laughs> okay. All right. So after, um, you know, after uh, paying attention and keeping, keeping up with uh, how they're all doing, what's your, what's your uh, big takeaway from um, how, these, how these guys did uh, this year in the AFL? Honestly, I think my biggest takeaway was just how starkly different it was than last year. Last year, all of the Rockies prospects, except for Mitch Horacek, performed incredibly well. And this year, like, none of them really did much. <laughs> um, Ashton Goudeau. Womp womp. Yeah, Ashton Goudeau uh, pitched really, really well to the point where he actually won the AFL ERA title. He had a 0.00 ERA over 13 innings. So Ooh, he, was, was, was he tied with anybody? No. Did, oh. I looked. The next closest guy was on the Surprise Saguaros, and he had a 0.37 ERA. Loser. Um, so he was the only guy not to give up a single run all all season. Um, oh. Yeah, four hits, and that's it. And then eighteen strikeouts. Didn't walk a batter. Like he pitched pitched really really well to the point where he was even nominated to the like top twenty breakout prospects um, on uh, on MLB Pipeline. So that was pretty cool. Um, oh. I was really disappointed with Colton Welker. He only he hit two doubles and went uh, 19 for 83. So that's a 229 batting average, and his slugging was 253. So not 
super fantastic. Yeah. Um, Brett Boswell had a hot streak last week <laughs> and went, had four hits, and that, those were the only four hits he had in his 13 games. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, all right. So, um, yeah, that's, that's, I, I didn't write, I mean, yeah, Colton Walker really 229, 340 OBP. Well, that's, that's pretty good, but oh my mm-hmm. God, 253 slugging. Wow, that's really bad. Um, yeah, he almost had as many. He had one less walk than he did strikeouts. So I mean, that's something. Yeah, um, and that's you know, ninety-seven plate appearances. The sample size there is not too small. So that's um, that's he's probably I don't I don't know. It seems like a pretty uh pretty easy candidate for most disappointing AFL appearance. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, because um, even like Antonio Santos, who was one that we talked about in, in the beginning of the year or the beginning of the season, I should say, um, really, really struggled. But he was a starter in Hartford, I believe, this year and seemed to be kind of transitioning to a bullpen role. And he was he struggled right out of the gate and really seemed to kind of come into his own in weeks five and six. Um, so he started with like a 1080 batting or ERA, I mean, and then came down to a 277 to finish out the season. Um, gave up three home runs early, but hasn't given up anything since. And even this final week um, in the regular season, pitched one and a third innings and just gave up one walk and a strikeout. And then in the championship game, he pitched two innings and gave up just one hit. So he kind of really, really settled in, which was really good to see. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, that's pretty much kind of what happened alexander guillen also had a really good afl he pitched seven games 10 innings uh six hits uh one earned run um for an 090 era yeah so when we like i remember when we um when we first recorded uh um i think it was the afl preview or no it was maybe after the first week or so yeah it was like the first week yeah, yeah, and and we talked about um, Guillen and Goudeau, and I remember talking about how much it's like, well, you know, Ashton Goudeau, he's 27, he's, like, not really been, he was, like, signed as a minor league free agent before the season, didn't mm-hmm. really, didn't really seem like somebody to... Um, get excited about, in my view, but that might be just because I have a... You know, I'm, it's just maybe, maybe because like, you know, just because I'd never heard of him before the AFL and I was like, oh, well, he's not a prospect. Um, but you know, that's on me. Um, and I was a little bit more onto like, you know, Alexander Guillen, all right, he's, he's much younger. There's a lot more to get in there and, and, you know, and, and still like it, he's younger. So there's a lot more probably future potential there, but yeah. So, I mean, is it like, should, should Rockies fans be interested in i mean ashton gudo i mean as a potential major league contributor because he's like yeah he's 27 so he's he's not gonna be like a starting pitcher who's going to be like hold that to anchor down the rotation or everything but you know he could still potentially contribute is is he somebody that the rockies rockies fans should um should be paying attention to i think so i mean he's a he's a bullpen guy so that's helpful, but, um, or at least he, I think was, has been transitioning to the bullpen, 
But um, yeah, I think, I mean, just the fact that he finally, like he's got no, no hits. His ERA has been slowly coming down. But yeah, um, so he's been kind of a little bit of a late bloomer. If you look at some of his stats, he did really well, um, you know, 2014, 428, 2015, 322, 529 and 16, 510 and 17. Five, so he's been right around the the five, five and a half mark-ish for the last, uh, since he was drafted. He had a really, really good year in Hartford, 16 starts, um, 78 hmm. and a third innings. Yeah, yeah, and I'm looking um I'm looking at his page now on baseball reference and just 207 ERA in 78 innings as you said and yeah, over uh 10 10 and a half strikeouts per 9 um this past year in Hartford. So yeah. Yeah, I'm going to pay attention. Yeah, <laughs> I think so too. Um and he, yeah, he was a starter and has been since moved to the bullpen it looks like for this fall league. And just how well mm. he's taken to that transition, I think, is worth worth noting, especially for a Rockies team that needs some help in that bullpen role. Um, and he's 27, so yes, he hasn't been above Double A, but at the same time, like he's older enough that they could probably fast track him, and it won't be as much of an issue as some of the other younger guys who they've fast tracked and have not done well in the majors. So. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm sold to. Yeah, I'm sold paying attention to him. Yeah, I wouldn't necessarily say he's going to be like you know 2017 Archie Bradley moving from a starter to a, a reliever role, but I think he'll do well. We'll see how no, he does no. in AAA next year. <laughs> yeah, let, let's not let's not go crazy on Ashton Goodell. <laughs> all right. Um, cool. So so as as I say, uh, you know, paying attention to him for the future, there is a, a gigantic roadblock in front of Ashton Goudeau. And let's uh, we could talk about this for some of the other players in the AFL as well. And maybe in a couple of weeks or when it gets closer to the winter meetings in early December, we can do a, a, a deeper dive into this uh, on another uh, podcast episode. But Ashton Goudeau is currently not on the 40 man roster. And he will be Rule 5 eligible this year. Um, and we can talk about the other guys as well. So would you would you expect uh, the Rockies to protect him by adding him to the to the 40-man roster? Which would mean having to take somebody else off of it. But that's a maybe a conversation for another day. What, what do you think? I could definitely see him uh, being protected. Again, he uh, with his performance, especially in you know just 2019 as a whole, minor league and fall league, I think he warrants protection. And with guys like um, Chad Bettis is kind of on the bubble and Tyler Anderson's kind of on the bubble. So we'll kind of see what they end up doing with with them. Um, mm-hmm. But I think I think Ashton Goudeau is definitely worthy of, of putting on that 40 and protecting from the Rule 5. Yeah. yeah it's Drew Butera is still on the 40. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. All right. Well, what about um, who else? Um, who else from the AFL will be uh, Rule Five eligible that the Rockies would need to protect this year? Looks like Guillen is Rule Five, and Santos and Servin. Yeah. What do you? What do you? Uh, what's your view on those guys? No. Yay. Um. Yay or yay or nay? Guillen, I could see, because um, he's another late inning reliever that could be 
you know, he performed really, really well. And I could see him again in kind of an area of need. Mm -hmm. Um, Santos has been kind of up and down. So I think like Hiracek, from what I remember last year, kind of had the same issue. He was really, really, really bad for like five weeks and then finally turned it on at the end and he ended up not getting protected, but he ended up staying with the team, I believe. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's the, that's all part of the calculation, right? You could not protect somebody under the, under the guess that nobody else is going to take them anyways. So, yeah. Yeah. And then servant um, could go either way with him being a catcher. So, because we've got, you know, Tony Walters and I mean, Drew Butera is still technically on the roster. And then um, Dom Nunez and some other guys kind of in front of him. So he had a pretty good showing. And I I mean, I could see them keeping him because he's a catcher and kind of in a position of need. But at the same time, he's a little ways away. So I don't know Mm -hmm. on him. Yeah, and he seems. I mean, and, and you know, and he seems like somebody that uh, I don't. I, I think, yeah, my guess would be no on Servin uh, for protection, and also no on anybody actually taking him because he doesn't seem like anybody who could actually stay on uh, a major league roster in twenty twenty. Um, so, yeah, yeah, probably not. Yeah, so we'll see. All right, great. Um, any other uh, any other thoughts from the Arizona Fall League or and uh, these uh, these guys playing down in Arizona over the past six weeks? Not a whole lot. I mean, overall, like I said, I was a little disappointed in the showing, especially after the powerhouses they had last year, um, who saw a lot of major league action this year. So I was a little bit disappointed just seeing that really nobody did much of anything. And just hopefully that's not a sign of things to come for the Rockies minor league farm system as a whole. Hopefully this isn't, you know, a microcosm of the big picture. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, you mentioned that earlier um, about the, the the guys who did really, really well last year. So who were who those guys that did really well and like what what happened to them in 2019? Uh, it was Josh Fuentes and Sam Hilliard. And who both saw major league action, and Hilliard obviously did a little bit better than Josh Fuentes did. And mm. then Tyler Nevin did really well, really well last year. He won the batting title and did okay ish in Double A this year. And then Castellani was there last year. Jesus Tinoco was there, um, mm-hmm. and he did pretty well. He did okay um, with the Rockies. And then Mitch Hrachek, and I think that's. Okay. Okay. So, so, okay. I'm, I'm, let me see if I can recall it. So Josh Fuentes did well in the fall league and he, um, was on the major league team pretty early last year. Mm-hmm. To, in my, in my view, he doesn't seem like somebody who's really going to stick in the majors. Um, I could be wrong about that, but he seems somebody who's just sort of a classic quad a, but Sam Hillier did really well. Mm-hmm. And he's now looking like he could be a solid major leaguer. Um, yeah, so 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 that was all very positive. And this year, it's like, well, yeah, well, cold. I mean, then you had Tyler Nevin, who did really well, and then actually struggled again in Double A. Yeah. Oh, and bit. Justin had, Lawrence was the other one. I knew I missed one. Yeah, yeah, and he also <laughs> struggled again. So, so yeah, so um, so the AFL, uh, the AFL is not prologue to the future necessarily, mm-hmm. but it could give some hints. And ultimately, you want uh, you want the you want your guys to do better. <laughs> You want your guys to do well, no matter the circumstances. Um, so, 
nobody's uh nobody's fate is written in stone from this from this showing but yeah let's uh hopefully hopefully maybe 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 it uh maybe we have ashton Goudeau as a potential uh a solid reliever in 2020 that'd be a pretty that'd be a pretty good outcome and pretty good uh uh look at uh the afl some prologue this year yep so see what see what Goudeau does next year and see what the rest of them do i guess <laughs> all right um all right, well, that will do it from us. Uh, I have to, um, just very quickly, I want to do give um, a nod to RockiesRoster.com, which is where I'm getting all of my information about the Rockies roster and who's Rule 5 eligible and who's not. So RockiesRoster.com is really essential uh, site. So make sure you bookmark it for all your, your uh, if you're ever curious about who's on whichever roster throughout the season, visit that site. Um, yep, so that will do it for us. I am Eric Garcia McKinley. Um, hey, Sam, Sam, do you want to do the, the Twitter sign-offs? Uh, you're way better at this than I am. Sure. So, uh, yep, so he's Eric Garcia McKinley. I'm Sam Bradfield. You can follow us on Twitter at, let's see, let's start with at Purple Row. You can follow the Pebble Report podcast at Pebble Report. You can follow the Affected by Altitude podcast as a whole at Altitude Effect. He is at Garcia underscore McKinley. I'm at Sammy B underscore 27. And you can follow us on Twitter for all of your Rockies major and minor league needs. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> all right. See you next time. See you next time.